Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. A marvelous night for a moon dance with the stars above in your eyes. A fantabulous night to make romance neat the cover of October skies. Get all the leaves on the trees are falling to the sound of the breezes that blow. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show, Tab of Orwitz. And today we're going to go ahead and replay Monday night's webinar. Here we go. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard. It is Monday night. It wasn't me. It was China. <laughs> that ought to be interesting tonight. We'll see what <clears throat> what that all brings, and uh, uh, we'll see what uh, um, the uh, meeting brings. But we've got so much stuff going on. You got the Fed and the ECB. Uh, I don't think uh, I am. Thank you. I, I don't. I don't see any. Um, Anything good coming from the meeting for the market, okay? I, my personal opinion is there could only be negative effects, but I don't think the meeting is going to be – I don't think the meeting is going to be negative, okay? That's, that's, the, that's the first – my first thought. I don't think it's going to be a negative meeting. I think it's going to be uh, okay. So I, I think that, uh, you know, these guys are, will figure something out, and uh, I heard some interesting stories about uh, why, why Trump's trying to do this, and we'll see. Um, but in the meantime, uh, justify triple crown winner. How about that? Huh. Where's my guy? Where's my handicapper? <laughs> uh, Washington Capitals win and the Golden State Warriors win. So there, 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 and there you have it. Still nobody's like Michael Jordan. My thoughts, I still think oil's cooked. It rallied today. It was down pretty good. It was actually made, it actually made new lows and then came uh, uh, flying back. Okay. But at the end of the day, I, I don't think that uh, I think it's going a lot lower. Uh, I will continue to look for spots to sell it. The volume, again, is pathetic, you know, uh, and uh, markets are trying to break out. I mean, nothing has changed. That was the exact same thing from last week we talked about. I mean, there, there's nothing there's nothing new. The markets look like they're trying to go higher. OK, uh, so we'll see if anything changes. But, of course, no call starts without. The words of wisdom from our friend Connie. It's more fun to arrive at a conclusion than to justify it. <laughs> See how clever she is. She got she got the justify in, and of course that is correct. Again, if you can, you don't want to justify a trade. You want to get to the conclusion correctly. That's really what it comes down to. It was so quiet. I thought it was a siesta all day. It was like a siesta all day. Uh, and of course, as you know, I get the bitch all night. But uh, my my classified bitch. And I don't care what side of the aisle you sit on, but Bill Mayer, another multi-millionaire moron calling for recession to remove Trump. Okay. I mean, can, can anybody explain that to me? Can anybody explain what a moron this guy is? That's all I want to know. Okay. I mean, you can think it, but again, that goes back to the story I always tell. It's like getting an airplane and wanting to crash. I mean, I don't get it. I mean, am, am I nuts or is he nuts? I mean, it's about as dumb as thing as I can see. Of course, the guy makes the guys worth a hundred and some million. So what? What does he care? Because you know these guys, it'll never bother them. They'll benefit from a recession. Okay. So, anyways, so 
as we take a look at the markets. <laughs> oh, man, nothing pisses me off more than that. Well, I guess there's a few things, but that's that's one of them. All right, so, so the Dow, look at this. Again, trying to break to the top, and it just failed late in the day. Okay, again, what, what I said last week, what I've said every week for about three or four weeks is we're not going to we're not sellers. All right. If you want to play, you need to be a buyer. All right. And of course, last week it came close to getting down to a level. It didn't get far enough down. So there's nothing to do. So now our new level, if you want, again, I'm not going to actually going to buy the, the Dow or the indices. But if you if, if you want to trade the indices, the next level will be about twenty five thousand. OK. Anger and hate. That's true. That is true. Okay, but again, look at the volume. It just it continues to decline each and every day. I mean, it, it's amazing. The only volume that, that was any volume was the day we were down big overnight before we rallied. But again, we're not sellers. You either look to be a buyer at twenty five thousand. Oh, I'm not. I'm showing my screen. It says on air showing my screen. I never changed. I didn't do anything. I didn't touch anything. <laughs> must have must have one of those Colorado computers. <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, the S and P Sierra Papa X-ray. Same story again. Coming up near a top. I mean, they're destined to try to make new highs. So if I sell here, what's my benefit? Okay. I don't. I don't see. The benefit of selling here. I don't. I don't know why I'd want to try to sell. Remember, we've got extremely dull conditions to begin with. Markets are predisposed to go up with these type of conditions. So why, oh why, would I want to try to sell here? So the only trade to make, if you want to trade it, is to buy. You're correct. No edge, my friend. You got that right. The Nasdaq. Charlie Acker. Charlie Acker. Oscar. Michael Peter. All right. So again, we broke we've broken away from all these levels. So now, I mean, this is getting a little bit hairy here. I mean, you'd have to look to be a buyer around seventy six hundred. OK, it's it's going to go to eight thousand, I would guess. OK, I mean, I called eight thousand once before a while ago and then we hit a level and it broke down. But I can't imagine it not getting there. And again, I'm not I am not going to be long this specifically. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to be shorted. There's, there. I, I get no edge here for being shorted. So why would I, I, why would I try to be short when I can only get myself into trouble? Again, remember the dull markets is the whole theory. You're only going to get trapped and have to make a bad decision at some point. And the Russell Romeo Uniform Tango, new highs, new skies. Again, we thought last week we'd want to be. Um, a buyer at some point, but never really gave us a chance. And here we are consolidating again. Now, this could really jump uh, tonight. And and it could sell off big if if there's more of a, a global deal worked out. One of the reasons that the Russell has been rallying so strongly is because these companies are not affected by the global problems. All right. So if if the, mar if the general markets get the all clear, this could see a little bit of selling. But in the meantime, I'm not getting away of it, and I'm not calling a top. I'm telling you, it looks like it's going to do the same thing it's been doing for the last month, and it wants to go higher. So it's not for us to get in the way of the market. 
We'll have plenty of time, as I've said, as I said before January 29th, when I did call a top for temporarily. And I'll tell you now, you'll have plenty of time to get short when the timing is right. Right now, it ain't right. There's no reason for it. Oil. The crude. All right, so crude made a low, bounced a little bit, and then made another little bit of a low today, and then, again, rallied hard off of that low. But I, like I said, I said, I'm sticking with 67. I believe we're coming down to 62 next move. Uh, certainly 67, I'd be a seller, if possibly not before. But right now, it is lifting off. It's consolidating, and it, it is making higher lows. So do I really need to get involved here? I'm already involved, but do I need to get more involved? And I think you sit back, you wait, and you look for the opportunity. 67 comes, you take, you, you sell a little bit. If it breaks back down, and then it, it, then you look for another resistance level. But I'm still saying that we're going much lower. I, I say before the summer's over, we're, we're, we, there's a five in front of it instead of a six. And, of course, I do believe that, and I, I'm going to continue to play it that way until I am proven otherwise. But as long as it's in backwardation, <clears throat> I'm going to stay short oil. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. And, of course, uh, always great to share some of this good information with you. And, of course, if you want to download the show, go to libertytalk.fm and download the show each and every day. And, of course, the Sporting Edge and the uh, Crypto Investor X on the weekends. This is The Bubba Show. Todd Bauer. we're going to step out of a break, and I'll be right back with more of the Monday Night Call after the break. The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. Back to the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz with you, and we're replaying Monday Night's Call. Here we go. Gold. Gold continues to be stuck in nowheresville, like like the markets kind of were today. Gold is going nowhere. It's just buried in consolidation. However, it is making an ascending triangle into resistance. I think it's going to break out. Now, again, this is going to be very interesting this week because the, the, the announcements on Wednesday – is going to have a direct effect on gold. Now, again, I think it's just ready to move up, okay? Forget about anything else. Just based on the pattern. It doesn't really matter what it is. It's held. It's consolidated. It's trying to break out. Now, I wouldn't buy it here if I wasn't already in. I would be a buyer, you know, at the bottom end of the range, around 1295 And I would be a seller at about 1330 as the first resistance, okay, and look for a pullback from there. The bonds, Zulu Bravo. Oh, they've done they've done their thing. They 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 had a little bit of a, of a spark that we thought they would have, and they're now selling off again. I w- would expect I'd be a seller, as I said last week. I'm still a seller at 144, just like last week, and I would expect these to get down to probably, you know, 141 ish. I mean, I think they're going under 140, but right now it's, I can only look one level at a time. And that's what I'm always looking for. Again, I don't make these gigantic calls because I can only look for one level at a time. The dollar. Beautifully sitting in consolidation. Okay, and again, I'm telling you, I think it's going way up here. But in the meantime, if we could trade the dollar, which it's harder to trade because the ice is crooked and they want more money. But if if we could trade it, I'd be a buyer. 93 Right, 93.50. I, I think you want to be a buyer here. I think the dollar gets affected this week. 
And again, these things are getting away from 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 the uh, from the Fed and the ECB, and I think you'll see uh, some movement, which takes us to the euro currency. Which again, we thought that the euro would rally a little bit, and we thought we'd be a seller at 119. And notice that we got to about 118.50. Right. And again, I think that 119 still sell, maybe 118.50. I think we look for this market to continue to fall. Uh, but again, it could, it could get a spike up. Remember, you're going to get in markets that are going to break down, you're going to get some of these wild rallies, okay, just because. So we, we shouldn't be concerned or worried. You should be looking for an opportunity because you know these sharp rallies come, and typically if the rallies are really sharp, that's usually an opportunity to sell when you can find the right spot. Once it's once it stops going, once it stops spiking, then you look for the opportunity to sell it. The British pound, again, looks fairly good. Uh, this is, doesn't excite me, but I think that you know 133 is probably a, a reasonable level to get in if you want to trade this. I think it's going back higher. I think it'll test most likely the highs, but it'll stop at 137 first. You know, it'll be 135, 137, and then probably 140 and then the top. And, of course, the VIX, the ugly VIX. Where'd it go? How did I oh, there it is. <laughs> All right. So, again, it did bottom a little bit. I think volatility is probably bottoming. Uh, we have a position in the VXX, which I, I hate the product, but. It's the only way to really get in, but there's uh, everything is pointing that volatility should pop here at some point. It's kind of interesting that it did not pop today, but it did not break down either. Even when the market was down uh, up big, volatility was still higher. So, again, pretty much of a, of a of the same kind of report, not much going on, uh, but I would look for a pop in volatility. I'm not a seller of the indexes right now. I think you've got to look for individual stocks, and we'll obviously look at our list after some of this other stuff, America goes full imbecile. <laughs> now, all this is is the debt is ridiculous, okay? I mean, the debt keeps rising. Not the national debt. The individual debt continues to rise. We just keep borrowing like like it's free. I mean, the, the average car loan is $523 a month now, right? Now, wages are not growing as fast as that. And as I told you with the oil, okay, you saw that, of course, oil's come down. All the way back, but did, did gas drop at the pumps yet? I don't think so. Italy hit by the biggest depositor run since 2012. Obviously, nobody cares. Okay. Obviously, it doesn't mean anything. Did you, did you notice how we always continue to ignore all these potential issues that show up? Now, again, I'm not telling you to worry about this, and certainly you know that I don't play the news. Okay. I read the news once a week. Okay. When, I, when I'm preparing for, for this call, that's when I look at the news. I could care less other than when I have to know something if I'm going to be on air. But this is something, again, these are things that should be talking in your head saying, hmm, Brazil plummets, the emerging markets. Why are the emerging markets plummeting? Well, because money's getting more expensive, right? So in spite of the Fed's uh, wanting to, uh, to, 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 to keep money cheap, it's getting more expensive anyways which is going to put a lot of pressure on the emerging markets. And what do, you, what do you think is going to happen after that pressure wears off? Where is the pressure going to go then? Italian economy not material? Well, I don't know. They're pretty big in the eurozone. 
you know, we can say it's not material, but look what happened when Greece went bad. And Greece, now Greece is not relevant, but look what happened. What are you getting your stimulus at a very wrong moment? This is from this is from the king of stimulus, Ben Bernanke. Okay. But of course it's time. Why? Because now Ben Bernanke works for a hedge fund. He's no longer doling out the free money to anybody. He, he made his fortune working for a hedge fund. So certainly he's got a, a reason to have the markets move a different direction now. Average do we go here? It's $523 a month. Okay. Again, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Las Vegas real estate in May. Sales down 10%, year over year inventory down 12%. Okay, again, this is just, these are just little warning signs. Okay, these are just things that happen that you should be aware of. Should you trade differently? No. It has nothing to do with your trading. But again, when, when this market does have its correction again, these will all be things that they'll be referring to six months or eight, whenever it is. Who knows when it's going to be? I don't know. But these will be all things that you'll hear, all these stories. It's just like, you know, the economists, they got to go back 10 years and tell you what happened 10 years ago. I don't want to know then. I want to know before it happens what's going on. Germany will bail out the Eurozone? I don't think so. I don't know that Germany can. I think there's a lot of issues that we're not hearing about. Could you mention what are your expressions for the FOMC rate hike? Well, I, my, my expect, well, the street's expectations are they're going to raise this week for sure. That's You can see that in the federal funds rate, and that they're going to remain dovish. Now, I think they should turn to hawkish, but again, I've been on that bandwagon for so long by myself. I don't expect it this week, but you never know. But I would ex assume they're pricing in more dovish. A recession is coming, and the Fed can't stop it. Again, I just wonder, I, I still wonder that in many parts of the world, the recession never left. But the Fed will not be able to stop it this time when it comes. Of course, they didn't stop it last time. But they're not going to, they don't have any bullets really here to do anything. That's the bigger issue. Okay. So what are they going to do? Go to negative rates again? You know, again, th these are things that just prop up. This is something that this was, this, this was my bitch until I heard Bill Meyer. I don't know if anybody's followed the story about Google and not wanting to let the United States use their AI for uh, for wartime or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, a company that's only made hundreds of billions of dollars or trillions of dollars in the United States of America. And they don't want to help them with, the, you know, with the with keeping the power to keep away. They want to, you know, they, they're there. I think they're, the words were we won't be used for whatever. I don't, I don't remember the exact quote, but it, it, it certainly got to me. But they cooperate with China, of course. And, of course, that is something that I find extremely irritating, that Google will not um, help with the defense of this country. I, I find it appalling, actually, and uh, I don't understand it. But who am I? I'm, ju I'm, just, I'm just Bubba. That's it. This is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. And, of course, if you'd like to get my daily updates, all I have to do is go to BubbaTrading.com and fill out the little form that pops up, and I will send you a daily video. Every day after the close, and you can get an idea of what I'm thinking about the markets. And also, don't forget to download the Bubba Show each and every day at LibertyTalk.fm, the only station you need. And we're going to step out here for a break and be back with more of the money I call after the break. This is the Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bob Orwitz. We'll be right back with more 
after the break. The Bubba Show. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report, bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, is seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got the Badger, who writes the hot topics in the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubba at thebubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bubba at thebubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, thebubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Taba Borrowers, as we replay the Monday Night Call, let's go to it now. Here we go. Why are the banks doing nothing if the Fed is raising rates? Well, I don't know that they're doing nothing. Uh, I mean, they haven't gone up crazily, but they're, that's priced in already. Okay, the quarter point is, is priced in. Goldman says credit rang warning bell. Their stocks may be hearing. That stocks may be hearing. I don't know. I, again, I will say this. My experience with Goldman, and if you saw the big short, all right, they're typically spoofing the market on the other side of what they want to do. So I don't put a lot of credence in this, uh, you know, because, again, I know for a fact from when I traded on the floor, I know from watching the big short, I know from other stories that big firms that have big money try to spoof the market just like you see all the time. So. I don't put a lot of credibility into this, but there are warnings, and they could maybe be telling the truth for a change. ZTE gets lifeline in the U.S. deal. Now, I don't know if anybody's followed this story or cares about this story, uh, but I think I said this on Fox last week. I think the deal's great. I don't. I, again, as long as we, the United States, has somebody in their office basically and monitoring it all, I don't have a problem with it. Okay, I know they're bad company. I know they're bad people, but. I know what Trump is trying to do, and I understand, again, the, from my understanding, our people are going to be in that office, and it's not, we're not making an appointment when we want to check out what they're doing. We can do it at will. So to me, that works out fine. Again, I don't see any problem with it, but, you know, again, I, can't, I could be necessarily wrong, but I don't think this guy, Wilbur Ross, would make a bad deal. This is not your old administrations, and I don't care. It doesn't have to be Obama. It could be Bush. It could be any of them. This, is, this administration is, is trying to leave no loose ends available, which is why they're getting so much backlash, because everybody wants the same old, same old. But I think these guys are business guys that are making deals that are for businesses. Sign at the top, Teen started his own hedge fund. You, know, you never know. <laughs> but one of the headlines I'd be looking at, still waiting for the evidence of a Russian hack. Okay, now I guess we're supposed to hear something on Thursday. All right, but, but where is all the... Where's the fire that uh, McCabe and Comey could be going to jail and possibly Loretta Lynch? So where's all the evidence against the president? Anybody, has anybody heard any? Okay. What do you say, Doc? You're late. What the hell's going on here? The tech bubble can burst at any moment without warning. Well, that goes with any bubble. I mean, again, is it going to bust? 
I would suspect it will at some point. I, again, it, that would be throughout the normal trading environment. The bubbles pop. Okay, so this wouldn't be this wouldn't be the first time. All right? Again, at some point you're going to get a sell-off. You want to call it that the bubble popping? Okay, you can. But again, I don't call it these bubbles. I think these stocks have just become a little bit too far too fast. I think that when you look at the bigger picture, all right, you're going to see some selling pressure. We just can't go straight to the moon. It never it never happens. You've got one investment area to go into right now, so you've got that major chase for yield, and right now it's just going in like it's like it's free, and we'll see. Being hedged, I welcome they sell right now. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I would, too. Uh, will Trump threaten Amazon as a monopoly? I don't think so. Um, I don't I don't think so. Um, you know, I think he's done his thing with Amazon. Uh, I mean, you know, he's a business guy. And, and, and I don't believe as much as he hates Bezos, as much as Bezos hates him, I don't think there's going to be, I don't think he's going to get involved there. I could be wrong. Okay. Again, you never know, but I don't think so. I mean, Amazon is somewhat of a monopoly, um, but I don't think he's going to get involved at this point. But if they, if they start putting too many more people out of business and they, they grow, you know, if they get into too many other industries, they might, but again, then it, then it would warrant it. I would think retail is being decimated. Do you use Fibonacci levels? No, I really, honestly, I use the chart. Just what I show you every week when I'm here. Okay. Bitcoin doubles as major crypto exchanges subpoena for manipulation, plus the fact that they had another hack. Now, again, there's hacks everywhere, and nobody ever talks about the $5 billion that Bank of America just somehow misplaced once before. They want to pick on Bitcoin. I, my opinion, okay, I don't have a big, I do not have a big position here. I have a position. My opinion is these are real, and this is probably a great buying opportunity. Like any other blow-off, this is probably a great buying opportunity. My opinion, strictly opinion only. Ben Bernanke warns this is Wiley, the Wiley Coyote economy. Really? Didn't you? Aren't you the guy who built it, young man? I love it. I love when they come back later. I think Bitcoin's a buy. How good is the Trump economy, really? <laughs> it looks pretty good. Now, again, is there going to be problems? I don't like a lot of things that are going on. So I would suspect there would be plenty of problems. Okay. I mean, you know, we're going to see this week some of the stuff you've got. You know, if the Fed can't raise rates, okay, if the Fed has to remain dovish, how strong is the economy? That's the one question I ask always. Okay. If we can't hike rates and there is a demand for money, how strong is the economy? Okay. So that's question number one. Uh, question number two is, is this built on a house of cards, which, which I believe it to be? Or is this built on a real solid, on a real solid, solid foundation? It's hard to say. Okay. Again, the real problem we have here is that the Fed continues to manipulate markets with the money. So, Again, it's hard. You can't really fight them, as you've learned. So it's hard to say where we go from here, and I, I would be very cautious. 
We cover soybeans. I covered my shorts early and just got th- long thinking. We're at the closest the bottom. Want to hear your opinion? Possible? Yeah, I'll look at them at the end. No problem. All right. Apple. Alpha, Alpha, Papa, Lima. We called it neutral last week, and I would call that pretty neutral activity uh, to me. Now, the chart actually kind of supports it. Now, remember, what do we talk about? Market made a big up move. It resolved itself in consolidation. Had another spike up, resolved itself in consolidation. I'm assuming that before we, we top out, Apple is going to be worth a trillion dollars. Again, it's not. It's just kind of things the way things markets go. We're so close that I'd be surprised if it didn't get there. But for now, if you want to play this, I'd say it's a 190 buy. I don't like playing this here, but certainly a 190 buy is legit and real. There is no sell. It's 190 buy. That would be it. I'm concerned about allowing banks proprietary trading without specific risk capital. History always repeats itself. And you don't think they've been doing it anyways? Please. Banks are the... Where's my, is my banker here? No, he's not here tonight. Must be umpiring. Well, the yield curve is already flattening. So, yes, it will, it will most likely impact the curve. ABBV. Okay, AB Pharmaceuticals. All right, we said last week we'd want to be a buyer of this around 98. Okay, and, of course, we got down to our level, and we're starting to go higher. I like it. I'm, I'm still a buyer. Here, I'd probably be a buyer at 99. I think it goes to one. I think it's 99, 98 to 108. Amba. Alpha, Michael, Bravo, Alpha. So I said buy the dip on earnings. Okay. And again, obviously, it's not a monster winner. So I'm not trying to take credit for it. But we got the big dip on earnings. We pop back. And I think you're going to see this consolidate here and most likely take off at least to fill this gap and get back to 49. Okay. So again, volume is pathetic. So it's really hard to, to grab it. But I'm, I'm certainly not a seller. I am long it. Okay. And I would be, I'd be a buyer at 43, 42.50, somewhere around there. Amazon, Alpha, Michael, Zulu, November. Okay, so we said we'd buy, we, we, we weren't sellers. We'd be a buyer on the dip, and the dip it never came down to our dip, right? So now we have an, a new dip area, which would be, again, I'm not going to trade this, but if, you, if some of you like to trade it, that's cool. I think you'd probably look at about 16.75 would be a spot to buy this. Okay, that seems to be new support. So after, again, another stock had a pretty good up move, pretty fast, and now it's consolidating. Apache, Alpha, Papa, Alpha. Okay, so I said no buy. Look at what happened. I went straight up. Okay, but, but in all seriousness, I don't know what, something's going on in, in some of these oil stocks, okay, because I saw a bunch of them were up today pretty big. Uh, I would look, I'd be looking for a spot to sell this. Let's just see if we can find one. God, I hate, I hate that they did this. It kills me because I can never remember what I'm looking for. I would definitely look to be a seller if this gets to 46. Okay. That's my my view. I'm not buying it at any price right now. 
although we were buyers a few weeks ago when we got a little bit of a bounce. But in the meantime, I don't know what happened. Not, there's obviously news. Look at the volume. This this is that increasing volume. So there's obviously something going on here. And, of course, that's what you're looking for. When you see something unusual within that stock, you look for why. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horwitz. Download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. We're going to step out here for a break. This is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horwitz. We're coming right back to you after the break. The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horwitz. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz as we replay Monday night. Here we go. Bubba. Bravo Alpha. Bravo Alpha. We were neutral and, 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 and realistically so. Here we got. But we do have a range now. So we have 200 to 211. Okay. Now, I would be a seller of this at 211. And I would be a buyer at 200. I would trade either side of this. This has enough in this consolidation pattern that I would trade either side, 200 to 211. I will look at that later. You got to remind me. I got to go through my list first because otherwise I'm out, of, I'm out of whack. I know there's a question. Somebody asked me about how I find stocks. Too. Where was it? What stock do you use to screen? I don't actually screen stocks. I follow the same stocks forever. And then I sometimes if something happens in one, like this has been our list for 10 years you know there's been a couple some come in some go out but this has been basically the same list for 10 years uh and you know again i'll rotate stuff in and out as i see stuff happening but i don't screw i don't really screen but finviz has got a pretty good screener if you're looking for something okay where was i conical phillips time here tonight no he's not here all right so again we thought this would be a sale at 70 it actually popped, but I still think it's, I think it's 70, 71 to 64. Okay. Again, this is, we're not going to fight this. Now, this is a little bit different. This is as declining volume as it's going up. So we'll see. Again, I, I would have no fear of being a seller at 71, uh, nor would I have any fear of buying it at 64. Facebook, Foxtrot, Bravo. Okay. So we call this neutral as well. And again, you notice that a lot of these neutral calls and not that we're so smart. It's just that they assume and we figure that they're going to stick in consolidation. And sure enough, they're there in consolidation. So here now I'm looking to find a, a way to short Facebook. I'm not ready yet. Okay. But, it, but one thing you must say, and you must understand that we don't trade the news. We don't play the news, but when a stock consistently gets bad news, and does not break, okay, you know, broke once, and then it's basically gone straight up since then, that's pretty strong. Under, there's some pretty strong buying underneath. So what we'd really like to see here, one of the things I want to see before I want to be a seller is I want to see some volume come back into the buyers. So we're going to call it neutral, but we're watching 185, 195, okay? We're neutral, but we're watching 185, 195. I'm not going to make a commitment on either side of this trade yet, but I'm looking for a short side of it. This is in my list as I went up and got the Ten Commandments. That's correct. Gilead, Golf, India, Lima, Delta. Okay. So we said 66 to 72. So here we are. We're up at the top. It pays a dividend tomorrow, I think. All right. What's tomorrow? 12, oh, 14, Thursday. 
So I don't know. There's not ain't much to do here until it pays a dividend. But again, we're up at resistance. I'd be a seller of this. I like the company, but I it filled it, it did everything we thought it would do. So now I'd like to see. I'd like to sell it at 72. But I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do anything with it until Thursday. I'd let it pay the dividend. Uh, because you're gonna have to overpay for the puts anyway. She's already had a price in. So I just assume wait. Google golf Oscar Oscar golf Lima. So we thought that at 1160. Okay, you could sell call spreads. Well, we got to 1160, and if you sold the call spreads, they work. Now again, these are little trades. They're not. They're for some of these bigger stocks. It's really the only way that I care to play these, because at the end of the day, do I really want to get involved paying huge premiums in a market that lacks volatility? Okay, and the answer is no. Why? Why would I want to? It doesn't do me any good. Because even if I'm right, I might not be right. So it's easier. So, but that was a, that's a, a little trade to trade call spreads or put spreads. You know, depending outside, I would I would say that we're now, you know, 11:30 to 11:60. You know, this would be an interesting one if you like to trade iron condors. Okay, I don't have enough time to make this trade and do it, but you know, if you if it goes down to 11:30, you sell some put spreads. If you get a rally off to 11:30, like you expect, and you sell some call spreads. So you're hopefully you can sell the iron condor for you know. 15 or $20. You know what I mean? So you can, you know, you can get a bigger thing. You can sell those, the, the one side and get, you know, whatever you get for it. And you can get enough to have all premium and, and hope that it comes back and falls in and you collect it all. That would be the way I trade this. But I think it's 1130 to 1160. Grow, one of our little gamble stocks. Obviously a little bit affected by the Bitcoin. Again, I, I own it. I'm still buying it. I mean, you know, again, I don't buy it every day, but I might buy a little bit more down here. Uh, but this is purely gambling. If you're playing it, this has got nothing to do with anything. We're only playing. This is one of the three or four ways we play the cryptocurrency world. If you want to play it, if you don't, don't play it. This is you're purely speculating. I have no reason to be in here other than uh, it gives me something to goof around with. IWM India Whiskey Michael. We we are neutral. We remain neutral, and are expecting this to continue to go higher. Uh, but again, why? And somebody's gonna say, "Well, why aren't you buying it?" Well, I'm not buying it because I don't know how much higher it's going to go. It'd probably go up another 20% because I'm not getting in. But to me, I just, I, I would, as I've said many times before, I'd, I'd rather go play in traffic than buy this year and have it go down. There's other things I can buy I'm not worried about. J.P. Morgan, Juliet, Papa, Michael. And the question was earlier, why aren't these banks rallying on the earning, on the interest rates? Well, the banks are telling you that, that they, they expect the Fed to remain dovish. Okay, the banks happen, the, the commercials happen to own a ton of treasury bonds. Okay, so they're kind of hedging against the rates. Right? Now, we thought this was, uh, we could buy it at 107 or 108, and sure enough, there it is, bang. Okay, now it's one almost 111. I think nothing has really changed. I think it's 107, 108 to 114. You could watch as a 110, but, you know, again, you'll see some action probably Wednesday, but I would, again, as volatility dries up, so does my willingness to be more aggressive. Okay? So we don't want to be aggressive when volatility is on vacation. Grows, I'm just buying it. I didn't give a number. 210. Kirks, another one that we play with, that we gamble over with. Here, consolidating again, repeating this pattern, repeating the pattern in which we bought it off of. I mean, I think this is a buy at five bucks. Again, this is this is this is a chart read 
but it's also a little bit more speculative. Okay. Uh, it is a pharmaceutical and I'm not playing because it's a pharmaceutical. It happened to be one that I just showed up and I was looking at some stuff and uh, we bought it at four and we've scalped it a couple of times. Again, these are just, if you're trading stocks, these are ones to play around with. Well, you got nothing to do. Lumber liquidator. Looky cookie, what happened? It broke out. Okay. Look what happened. Okay. It held. Remember, we talked about this last week. It held. And look what happened. Okay. Now, we, we were looking to potentially sell it at 2250 but of course, it exploded. And as I said, be there, I'd rather be a buyer down at 20 It never got there. So now you're looking at this. I would think that 26, maybe even 25 is a spot to sell it. Okay. Really, we're just up against resistance right now. So I, I would I would make this, I'm going to be wider again. I don't want to be aggressive in a market that's very quiet. 20 to 26, which is a big move. But again, I don't need to, I don't have to be in a hurry right now. Las Vegas Sands, Lima, Victor, Sierra. Okay, we thought it would get hold here. It broke. Again, basically, you can buy it at 77. I think it's 77 to 80. I'm not a big fan of getting involved in this freaking one here, but that would be the levels that you could trade. And I, I certainly wouldn't be looking to sell. I'd be more looking to buy. Mara, Michael, Alpha, Romeo, Alpha. Okay, so we've been, again, this is another junker, another one of these junky uh, Bitcoin, cryptocurrency kind of stocks. Uh, we've bought it a couple of times. Again, I'm here. Okay, and I'm just, again, I'm just playing for it. You know, again, if, I, if it goes up to $1.60, I'm going to sell half of it. All right, That's, that, this is tricky like playing an option that doesn't have time to get. Okay. That's what this is about. Again, I'm only playing. This is a way to play the cryptocurrencies without having a cryptocurrency account. And, of course, that's what we're trying to do is play some of these, uh, play the market without. And, of course, with nothing going on, we're trying to play some of these cheap plays, looking for a home run on little money. In the meantime, this has been The Bubba Show. I hope you enjoyed the presentation of the Monday Night Call. And, of course, have a great day, everybody. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Same time, same station. This is The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz. We'll see you tomorrow. Big take care. Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM.